Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter, there is no plan, and it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill. I have extra hours every day this week so far. I got to work five tomorrow, and I'm done. I, I, I'm at my 40. I'm done. I, I kind of do that on a normal day. Yeah. Yes, I, we notice. I, <laughs> but no, I, I fucking, I was out, I was out extra time on Monday. I was out extra time on Wednesday. I was out extra time today. Yeah, I got, I got, see, normally like on a, on a Friday, I would have Jack helping me. I got shit ton of stuff coming in tomorrow, so I got to get in extra early. Cause I, well, I, then you, you get Bella in there to take up at, the fucking slack. Uh, at, she is school. At nine o'clock. Bullshit. At nine o'clock, I take my morning uh, break. And then I take my post-morning break. Okay, post-morning break. And then my, my pre-lunch break. Then my lunch break. Okay. Then my post-lunch break. And then my pre-going-home break. And then by 4 o'clock, I'm so knackered I got to leave. Gotcha. Wow. Gotcha. <laughs> we may not hear from Doug tonight. Oh, no. What happened? Uh, oh, oh. Doug has a colonoscopy tomorrow. Oh, oh, I oh, I thought wow. it was something bad. Well, you no. know what? He can always like take his phone, you know, to the throne with him. Yeah, he's already run. <laughs> he, he texted. He texted in the, in the in the suddenly found group chat. He texted, and so it begins, <laughs> mommy. Oh, he's taking the drink. The drink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, fucking. Egg. I I went to. I was at a, a friend of well, Lisa's cousin was throwing a party. And uh, her husband was doing that, and he had had to take he, the part that was next day, so he had to take the drink and like at so, the party. Well, yeah, but and it's, yeah, well, you barely saw him because it was like oh, okay. Well, so so how's uh, what is everybody doing? It's, I gotta go. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We tried we tried to have a blood clot practice um, when Chuck was on the drink. Uh huh. Nah. <laughs> When your drummer's got to run from one throne to the other, that's oh. not a good thing. Well, couldn't you just put the, the drums in the toilet? Because drummers of the, you know, the they get to sit. You could have sat in a can. Yeah, they just they don't have to get up to do their job. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nothing bad against drummers. I love Tyler. But you don't have to get up. You have a seat. <laughs> oh, we got, uh, yeah, we got, mm. I've been, uh, and then, you know, I get home from work. And I got to, you know, make dinner and do my stuff around the house and, you know, things I need to do, you know, to be, a, you know, a productive father and mm. husband. And then I want I have to come down here. I have to try to edit video. I have to play bass because we're adding new songs for the for the Overlook show. Mm-hmm. So it did. Dude, I'm, I'm I'm run fucking ragged I'm right really, now. I'm, I'm fried after work today. Oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm knackered, to mm. use a billism. It's not billism. It's just <laughs> oh, is today so is a red letter day for for people of our ilk, Mister Salt. Ah, I want to wish a very happy birthday to the great Nigel Planner. Oh, happy birthday, Nigel. Okay. That's Neil from the Young Ones. Okay. Yep. Not to change the subject. Hey, Doug's here. Did you? <laughs> there you go on the hopper. In between, in between stints on the throne, eh? 
Did you guys hear what band is getting back together? Slayer is getting back together for at least two festival two festival okay. shows. I they may do more. Curious, who the bassist is going to be? It's going to be Tom Araya. I'm I'm sorry, the uh, guitarist Gary Holt. The, you, you, you think and Kerry King? You think Kerry King? It's already been announced. Hmm. It's the final. It was the it's the final lineup of Slayer. Okay. It's Kerry, Gary Holt, yeah, yeah. Tom Araya, yes. and Paul Bostaff. Okay. It's already been announced. Unfortunately for me, the gigs are in very far away. Yeah, they're very far away. Um, oh, sure, you'll drive far for work, but not for Slayer. No, this is like Midwest <laughs> like California, or ones in ones in Michigan, I Michigan, think. I think. Yes, but yeah, they they're getting together for uh, two festivals. Uh, Doug says, Nigel, happy birthday. I'm I'm just staying in the bathroom. I feel like the fountain of I, youth. I I got a great. Um, I'm the fountain of poop message on my Facebook and I want to get uh, somebody I have not spoken to in about 25 years. Okay. Well. Yes. Um, old friend from high school, Dave DePhillips messaged me. He said he absolutely loves the podcast and it makes him feel like home. I, I just want to thank you, Dave, for being a listener. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. And, and, pre- and you know, I, I hope, I hope we, we fill your heart with joy and warmth for the Carbon County area. And Firmth. Firmth. That should be a word. It is now. We okay. may. Firmth. Firmth. Yes. You got height. Yes. You've got width. Yes. You've got length. Yes. Why don't we have Firmth? Firmth. Yeah. Okay. Dave. Da- Dave and I. Yeah. Dave and I used to do something similar to this as teenagers in the, in my, you know, we would just set up a tape recorder. Uh-huh. Play the guitar and just start riffing on things. And I still have some of those tapes. Oh, my Lord. Well, Dave, They're awful. <laughs> Dave, but, Dave uh, send Bill a message. <laughs> give us a movie and uh, an album to review. Oh, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Dave would have absolutely loved the movie we reviewed. It's right up his alley. Trust me. Yeah. But, well, he, he's the one that, that gave me um, Ozzy Osbourne. The Randy Rhodes tribute album. Yes, good yeah. man. Yeah, he, good man. Great guy. My my first choice for best man. Doug, so, you know, Doug. We don't need pictures. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we don't need. <laughs> We're okay. <laughs> oh, uh, we don't need pictures. We know you're not okay, Doug. But yeah. So, All right. Be well. So, um, I always bring lists to this thing. Mm-hmm. I've had a fucking terrible week. So mm-hmm. Bill messaged that he had a list. So last night I gave Miller last minute homework, too. <laughs> I did find one. OK. Who should we do first? Well, we can do. Yeah, mine. We can do mine. Now, I will say this. The list is on my phone. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, now hold on a minute. I'm, see, I am not that short-sighted. Uh-oh. I'll do mine. No, I got it. Uh. See, I was smart enough to take a screenshot. You're not going to be able to read that. Oh, I can read that. What? It's white on white. I can read. <laughs> you don't have your glasses. Mm. I know what the list is. Now, I hope... Uh, don't you you guys got to trust me. Sometimes. Don't you have a printer at work? Yeah, but it was on my phone, so I just took the picture. Yeah, and... but you, you email it to yourself and then print it. 
It's a screenshot. It works now. Uh, whatever. Okay. Now this was just, done. Just go with this it. This was Jeez. done on the Reddit forum in Metal We Trust. Okay. Okay. It's it's a pretty good forum. Um, I mean, it, it swings like every which way you can think of. I mean, you you never know. Sometimes they hate death metal. Sometimes they love it. It's just it's weird. It's like it goes with the wind. So a guy by the hand of OK dot one three seven seven put this challenge. Now the idea is. Metal is going to disappear off the face of the earth. You can save 12 songs. And they did this over a month. And I waited until they were finished. And these are the songs that, as a group, this channel decided were the saveables. Okay, they agreed on. Yes. Because I was going to say, if it took a month to pick 12 songs. No, no, songs. yeah, it was, it was, yeah, well, basically, there's a lot of discussion okay, going on. You. I got you. I so, got number, number 12, Metallica, Creeping Death. Yes. If I'm going to put a Metallica song on there, that's not a bad choice. Not the one I would have picked, but... Me neither. But it's a, but it, Correct. And again, I actually have some other songs that I think should be on the list, and they're ones that you'll understand kind of why, because this yeah. went heavy in one direction. Yeah. Number 11 is Iron Maiden, Hallowed Be Thy Name. Mm. Once again, not the Maiden song I would have picked, but Correct. not a bad song. Yeah. Correct. Uh, number 10, Napalm Death with Scum. If yeah. I'm going to put a Napalm Death out song well, on there, I'm probably going to go with Scum. Yeah. Well, again, it was that was their death metal choice, I think. Yeah. Um, That's more grindcore than death metal, though. It, this one sounded very death. It was it was early 80s stuff. Yeah. Number nine is Opeth Blackwater Park. No. The, that I this song, I think this. Yeah. I listened to all the songs I didn't hear of before. OK. Blackwater Park is it's very it's, it's a melodic it's very prog melodic black metal is the best way I can put it okay. yeah and it was good but I mean I am I'm not an Opeth fan musically it was wonderful but then yeah the vocals really don't grab you uh, uh, number seven Dark Throne Transylvanian Hunger not a bad song yeah Dark Dark Throne is a is a weird band oh there's that list that's what it was. Yeah, Dark Throne, that's like black death metal. Yeah. Definitely not my genre. I was way off on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're they're not Dark Throne's not bad. Yeah. Uh number six, Cannibal Corpse, Hammer Smash Faith. Not what I would have picked from Cannibal Corpse. Me neither. I would have I, I probably would have gone with mm, Edible Autopsy. That's a good one. Yep. Or hmm. I think anything off of Eaten Back to Life anything, is... Yeah, anything yeah. off mm-hmm. Eaten Back to Life. But uh, Hammer Smash Face, I mean, I it's know... It's not a bad one. That that was the one that was in Ace Ventura. Right. So I think that's the one that... Uh, that's the one that people, I think, know right. about the most. Now, this one you'll like. Five. Death. Pull the plug. Once again, a great song, but if I'm going to pick a death song, I don't know if I'm going to pick Pull the Plug. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, I mean, I'm a huge fan of their later stuff. Uh, I'm probably going to pick either The Philosopher, mm-hmm. Crystal Mountain. Uh, I, I don't know. I, fig- the, I figured when I got into death, you'd have some, some opinions. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there, there's so there's somewhat there's some later stuff that I would have probably picked. Um, lack of comprehension. Mm. You know, there's I mean, there's so much good. Even if you go talk, go to earlier death, um, pull the plug is probably the best one off best known one off of leprosy. OK, but 
for a be- like a, a better representation of what early death sounded like, mm-hmm. I almost would have gone with Forgotten Past or Spiritual Healing. Mm-hmm. Or if you even want to go back to Scream Bloody Gore, uh, Zombie Ritual. There's so much fun. I could do fucking just a 12 yeah. song yeah. death album. And they, but they did put death on it, which I thought was. You got to have them. Yep. And now another another one in, you know, the black metal, which it's like I said, there seem to be a lot of it. Emperor. I am the black wizards. OK, it's 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 a melodic death metal. Yeah, it's again, not really my thing. It's six minutes. It just it was a little bit too much for my ears. If I'm they, they seem to put a lot of like really death and black see, on it, the list that like you need to hear that, you know, you see now if I'm going that genre, I'm I may not put Emperor on there. I may go with. Dimu Borgir or Behemoth. Yeah, I had a few other things that I would have put on. I, I would have like yeah. It, uh, instead of Emperor, mm-hmm. I go with you know go with uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, oh Father, Oh Satan, Oh Son. Mm-hmm. You know, by by uh, by Behemoth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Emperor's not now. This the the final four. I mean, these are ones that is like no brainers. For Dio, Holy Diver. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean. Great classic metal mm-hmm. song. It is. Um, three, Slayer, Raining Blood. There we go. That's not my. That's not the Slayer song I'm picking, though. Me neither, but I can understand why. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But us being Slayer aficionados. Yeah. Um, I'm still a fan of Seasons. Yeah. That's just my favorite. I, I'm probably. I'm actually probably going to pick Dead Skin Mask. That's another good one. Yes. yes. Yep, and then number two, I know Judas Priest, painkiller. Oh, there, there you go. go. I mean, yeah. So you I know, know I know, I, I I must be completely wrong on the song. Oh. See, I'm not. A, I, I I love the song Painkiller. Uh, I love the album Painkiller. But if I'm gonna pick a Priest song to save, mm-hmm. I'm not picking anything that recent. I'm picking Victim of Changes. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. I'm picking Victim of Changes, mm-hmm. and not the studio version, <laughs> the version off of Unleashed in the East. Uh, and and number one, it should be no surprise, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. There you go. Okay. That yeah. That's that's the fucking blueprint, man. That's yeah. Patient Zero right there. Yeah, and a couple songs that I thought would I save, Guar, Immortal Corruptor. Okay. I like that song. Halloween, I Want Out. Good song. Saxon's Denim and Leather. It's it's just that's like almost like an anthem to the genre. Yeah, it it is. Um, I gotta I gotta I gotta say with Saxon though, I'm probably gonna go in a different direction. I'm probably going to go either Princess of the Night. That's another good one. Or Wheels of Steel. I don't really care for Wheels of Steel. I, or or and yeah. the band played on. I know it's like I said, I love I love Princess of the Night and I like Denim, but I don't Wheels of Steel. I just heard it recently too, and I'm like, eh, this isn't my favorite Saxon song. <laughs> Where were you yep. in seventy eight when the bad yep. time began to burst? I didn't feel that new metal got any love in this list, so okay. I put Slipknot Duality. Oh I I love that song. And and Korn's going blind. Okay. Something both with poking your damn eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> for corn, yeah, I, I, my favorite corn song 
is it, it, it's a very it's a disturbing one. Yeah, mm-hmm. trash. I I love that song, that and and Daddy, okay, is like that's fucking gut wrenching. But oh yeah, I mean if you're gonna represent new metal, yeah, and and another one that this is not a very popular band. It's it's what I like to think of Black Sabbath should have been, uh, Electric Wizard, yeah, and the band and the well not the album but the song Dope Throne. Okay, uh, yeah. I like Electric Wizard, and it's like, it's what Sabbath should have morphed into. Right. And it's like, they flag that, fl- that, that they, they sound wonderful. They sound like they're from the 70s. Yeah. I, I mean, there's 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 some, band, uh, some bands that are still flying that flag. Uh, Clutch a little bit. I read it, and I read it all. <laughs> okay, leave those here for video purposes. Or Spotify. I was kind of impressed with like when and I and I kept watching it through the month and watching like what they were putting on the list. And I was like, OK, I get and when Elvis it was like Black Sabbath God, and all of a sudden it's like, OK, I now I don't know these bands. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a, that was a good list. Good uh, job, Bill. Uh, bow. <laughs> you what? Right. He, Bill, I, I took Bill it, took a bow. Yes. Took a bow. I can't I can't wait. This is going to be great. Well, because it was so goddamn last minute. It was not last minute. What do you mean last <laughs> You had fucking almost 24 hours to do this. I have work. So do I. So do I. That I do stuff all day long. That's that's your issue, man. I can't be. I can't. <laughs> no, you tell people to do shit all day long. No, 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 no. No, you put the phone up to no, your he ear. He says, I'm the manager. Yeah. You put the phone. Jack, I don't understand. No, Corey, I'm the manager. Corey got, a, Corey got a hernia, so I'm like the piss boy. Every time somebody needs a battery, you look I like a bucket get, of shit. I gotta go get the battery. Every time somebody needs rotors, I gotta go get the fucking rotors. Every time something heavy got to get put away, I gotta put it away. Well, you got a blub blub, so I, it's about it's, time you do something. Yes. Well, I picked the list based on that wacky movie we watched last night. The top twenty. Most controversial movies of all times. Okay. Now, as I just put in controversial, there's like a gazillion lists out there. Some had, and, and even on here, there's movies that I haven't heard of. Um, but this is from uh, a site called WatchMojo.com. Oh, I love WatchMojo. Yeah, I've seen some of their stuff. Okay. I completely forgot about this movie. With a uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen. Oh, oh God, that movie. The interview. Yeah. That wasn't controversy. It was just stupid. Oh, it was. Everyone had outrage because they were going to. They didn't have outrage. North they, Korea. Yeah. No, they. The Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Il. Yeah, him. No, yes. Kim Jong Un. Yeah. He, he threatened to kill them. That's right. And, he, you know, but he didn't know. He just threatened to kill them. He said, yeah. He like, have them killed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, that movie wasn't good. It yeah. wasn't that good. Anything with I, I remember. Anything with James Franco sucks. Well, usually, no, not well. I I say I think Seth Rogen and James Franco combined. Seth Rogen has done some good films on his own. James Franco has done some good uh, Name films. Name one. On. Seth Rogen? No, Franco. One of the Spider Men. No. 
I forget which one, but he was in. He was, he he was, was in he, one he of was, them. No, he was in all of them because he was the Green Goblin's son. Yeah, but he was only in like, yeah, but he, but no. I like, well, anyway. This one, I did, couldn't believe. Reservoir Dogs. That is not. I, I don't know what's controversial about when it. When it came out, I mean, you didn't. Just all apart when he was torturing the cop. When it came out, you people, don't see nothing. I still, I still can't hear stuff in the middle with you. You're right, you're right. But that's according to this. This is what was causing an uproar for crazy sake. I didn't think it was controversial either. You never see him cut the ear off. You see the ear gone, and you see him put it to his mouth and say hello. Yeah, (laughs) and you see him going with the gas can. And the best thing is when when Mick Foley saw that scene, he's like, "Ah, been there." Yeah. Hey, there's gimmick infringement. <laughs> oh, God. This one I do not think is controversial either, but apparently it got some people in an uproar. Uh, American Sniper. I never saw it. Well, well, the reason it got people in an uproar is because we found out Chris Kyle's a liar. Mm. Really? Yeah. Explain. He was sued by Jesse Ventura for some of the claims made in the book. Oh, I remember. Now nah, that part, yes. Yeah, Chris Kyle, Chris Kyle's full of shit. Yeah, well, he, yeah. He, he, embellished, he embellished things. Was that the movie uh, who Bradley Cooper played in that? Yes. Yeah. And had the fake baby? They had like a uh, they 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 couldn't get a real baby for a shot, so they used a fake baby. Yeah, and Bradley Cooper just had had to make this doll, and was he was moving the head with his hand. Yeah, that's all I can remember about the film. Yeah, yeah that that may be what was controversial about it is uh, some of the some of the claims in Chris oh, Kyle's yeah. book, such such as a use of a noticeable prop baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, that should make it controversial. No, that, that just, just makes it shitty. That, that, pro- and, and shitty prop guys, right? And and at a certain point, the film's box box office success took on a more political meaning as conservatives nailed or rallied behind it, and liberals decried it. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, it was a very polarizing movie mm. uh, on the political side of yeah. things. Yes, but like I said, Chris Kyle was. Uh, mm-hmm. Was proven to be uh, to have taken the liberties mm. with what was supposed to be a factual account. Any movie I see that says anything like is like it's always based on a true story. There's too many liberties that are taken by with everyone. Well, like, just remember, kids, that whole based on a true story thing. Texas Chainsaw Massacre says it was based on a true story. Yeah. Okay. The Freddie Mercury was based on a true story, and there were so many fabrications in that. Yeah. But, no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is uh, a very, very fantastical take on Ed, on the Ed mm-hmm. Gein story. Yep. So, all right, all right. What's next? A movie I've never seen. Uh, it's called Crash. Great movie. That, Heard of it. That beat Brokeback Mountain for the Oscar that year. Are we thinking of the same one? Which which crash is this? This is stuff? about this is in 96 and it's about a film producer who gets into a car accident with a lady and he runs into a whole subculture of 
deviants who are get turned on when disaster. No, it's a different happen. crash. I know what one you're thinking the, about. Okay, okay, yeah, because there's two different films called Crash. Yes. Hmm. Uh, Brokeback Mountain lost the Oscar to the crash that we're thinking of. Okay. And that one was like somebody, it like somebody got into a crash, and then somebody went, and 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 it's just like stories that intertwine. Yes, and they all just intertwined at the yeah. end. Yeah. That's a it's a, that's a great movie. Yeah, that movie is good. That's a great movie. Um, are they curiously strong? Not really. Not when you get desensitized. Oh my to god! Them. I saw potato candy. I almost bought. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next movie? Apocalypse Now. Uh, you know why that's controversial? Because they used real corpses that they got from a fucking grave digger. And what didn't um, Marlon Brando phone it in? No, Brando kind of phoned it in, but. The other thing that makes it controversial is you remember the scene in Kurtz's camp when they killed the ox? Yes. It was a real ox. That was, that, that's correct. Wasn't there also a helicopter scene where someone actually died? No. no. You're thinking of a different movie. Okay. That was a different movie. Yes. Yes. Now, Apocalypse Now, and, and I mean, the amount of coke that was consumed on that <laughs> fucking set. Well, yeah, Martin Sheen had a heart attack during that movie. Yeah, and Dennis Hopper was all fucking zooted on coke. <laughs> Has he ever done a movie like Stone Cold Sober? What, Hopper? Yeah. he. It seems like every one of his movies, he's on something. No, I don't think he has. That's, I, a, that's in The Rider. I'd like to know what he was on during fucking True Romance. <laughs> I remember the first time I act. It's a long movie. Yeah. And the first time I actually sat down and watched the entire movie is when Bella was an infant. And she couldn't sleep. And I was on the couch downstairs, and I her swing was next to me. And this way, if she got up, you know, I, w- I was there. And that's when I first saw that movie for hmm. the first time. I have, I, have, uh, I have the limited edition DVD. Great movie. This one should... <laughs> Controversial. The Last Temptation of Christ. The Mel Brooks thing? No. No, no, Mel no, Gibson. No. This is oh, when, sorry. Yes, my God, damn it, Mel Gibson. This is when no. This is this is actually the first one. This is the one with. Uh, uh, oh no, I'm thinking of the Passion of the Christ. That, yes. that, that with the guy with the weird teeth. Uh, Devoe. D- D- yeah, Defoe. Uh, Willem, Defoe. Willem Defoe. Yeah, William him. Bill Biv Devoe. Yeah, him. Willem Defoe. Yes. Yes. But yeah. I, 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 it's been so long since I watched mm-hmm. Last Temptation. Um. It's not a terrible movie. No, but what caused the uproar was the fact that Jesus wasn't. What the fact? What caused the uproar was the fact that they told the story the way it really is. Mary Magdalene was a fucking whore, and he he grew up a regular guy and a yes. family man. Mm. I'm not. Mm. No, that's I'm, okay. we're not going. No, we're not going to get into. That's it. rather controversial. Uh, right, right. Um, all right, next. They cause controversy. <laughs> I think everyone remembers when this movie came out. Borat. Borat. I don't know if that was. I don't yeah, know why it, it was because Kazakhstan. He 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 tanked the economy of an actual country. The son of he tanked when an actor can tank an actual country. Holy shit! Yeah, Doug. There was a lot a lot of nudity in in that movie. Passion of the, or uh, mm. Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah, I can understand. I never I'm not a big I I don't think I've ever really seen a Sasha Baron Cohen film. I've seen him in films. I don't think his character shit's funny. 
I didn't like Ali G. I, 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 I was not a fan of Ali G. Um, I did like the two Borat movies. Yeah, I, I liked I liked the two Borat movies. What was the one that had uh, the dictator? Yeah, but at, at the end, oh my God, he was he was Giuliani. That was Borat too. Oh, that was a uh, subs- subsequent movie room. film. Woo. Uh, yeah, that's right. Jesus sat there waiting his turn to go slap, slap with Mary. Um, but yeah, a fucking Borat, like su- Borat subsequent movie film. With, that's the one with Giuliani at the mm-hmm. end. Um, I was never a fan of Ali G. I did not like the dictator. However, I fucking roared at certain points during the Borat movies. Yeah, I- and, you know, I'm like, I'm glad that he was brought up and you talked about uh, the Freddie Mercury. Are you mm-hmm. talking about Bohemian Rhapsody? Originally, Sasha Baron Cohen was attached to play Freddie Mercury. Mm, I could see that, but the rest of the surviving members of Queen mm-hmm. put the kibosh on that because he wanted to get uh, Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to get into like he, like he wanted the movie to be essentially fixated on Freddie's. Sex life. Oh, that that would be Sasha. Yeah. But that being said, I'm glad Rami Malek got it because Rami Malek killed it. Yeah, it was a it, you know as as far as a movie, it was good. As far as a factual movie, uh, it, it took liberties. Uh, took too many liberties. It took liberties. <laughs> All right, well, you're not a Queen fan anyway, so what do you? Care? Uh, but I'm a fan of good film. Oh, okay. What's the, what's the next movie? Another Marlon Brando film. Ah. Uh? Last Tango in Paris. Oh, not the one I was thinking. Yeah, it's only controversial because of butt sex. That's right. And 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 the actress didn't wasn't really fond of having that happen, but it happened. Yeah, that that that's what made that one controversial. I've never seen this movie, but another one with uh, William Dafoe. uh, Willem. Willem. Sorry. Willow. No, Willem. Willem. I thought he said Willow, too, but that's okay. We know what he meant. I know what he meant. Antichrist from 2009. I haven't seen that one. What's with him and the Christ movies? I don't know. I don't. But this has, I guess, I guess there's a lot of sexual mutilation going on. Him and his wife, I guess, lost their child. So they go to try and find solace in a cabin and strange forces start happening and possess him and weird shit happens. And I guess because of all the graphic stuff and the sexual stuff, Mm. people wanted certain scenes cut and banned and stuff like that. Hmm. Here's one we can all talk about. Monty Python and the Life of Brian. Oh, yeah. I can see why, uh, I especially, ex- yeah. especially in a conservative England at the time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, under the it Thatcher. And in many, what do they have, co- counties over there? or mm-hmm. what Counties. Counties, yeah. yes. It, it, I mean, I can understand it, especially in a Thatcherite yeah. junta. Yes, and seeing John Cleese's interview... Where they're basically talking, you know, talking about how the movie is is amazing, and then Rowan Atkinson did a spoof where he's talking about Pythonism, yeah, and, and it's just, I mean, the whole that whole thing, of course, but then of course uh, him being nude uh, in Tunisia did not help because no. they don't like nudity over there. I mean, yeah, the whole everything was played with controversy, but the whole thing is. That was Python stock and trade. Yeah, you know, uh, that was that was Python stock and trade. 
they did not tow the Thatcherite line. No. No. Hey, Brian, what's going on? Evening, Brian. There we go. All right, what's next? I've never seen this movie. This is from 1995. It's called Kids. Yep. That movie is very controversial. It'll, 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 it hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's about, I saw, like, spreading, somebody unknowingly spreading HIV. Not and, unknowingly. Oh, he oh, knew what he was doing. Oh, he knew it. Do- oh, yeah. he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty much, uh, it's a hard, it's, that's a hard watch. It, it's a very hard watch. And especially the way it was shot. I mean, it is a damn hard watch. It's a it's a it's a it's a very good movie, mm-hmm. but it's one of those movies that you only ever need to watch once. Yeah, it, you know that that goes on a list like that with uh, like Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. You know, wonderful movies. You know, I mean, fabulous movies. Yeah, but you only want to watch them once. Yep. Right, Can you next? not read your typing? Yeah, no, I didn't type. He cut. Here's another. He copy pasted. No, no, no! I just printed, because you know oh, it's not even a proper copy pasta. No, not a copy pasta. Could just do a screenshot. Did anyone ever see Pink Flamingos from 1972? Yep, John Waters, baby. Yep. That, that was that was the first John Waters movie. That is a fucked up movie from beginning to end. Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, well, I guess there's the uh, egg eating scene in the crib and the, the shit eating scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that could be why yeah. it's on the list. Divine. Uh, Divine shoots a motherfucker and then picks up dog shit and eats it. Yeah, it's it's and it was one of the first depiction depictions of a of a drag queen. Yep. Yeah, it's it's, and and Divine ended up being in most of Waters films. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's weird. It's one of those movies like the one we're going to talk about later that it's like, how do these get made? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's like, all right, what's next? I've never seen this one. Uh, Irreversible from 2002. I don't know that one. Don't know that one. Okay. Uh, Yeah, we just... Baloney. Okay. (laughs) Number seven is the one you were thinking about, The Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. Okay. Or as some of my... um, My friends along the left-hand path have called it the origin of the lie. Oh. I like the movie. I the did. movie... I just... It was a very... It was a very graphic... If, if you follow It was the needlessly graphic. Yes. Yes, it was. It was needlessly graphic. I'm not a Christian. And even I was uncomfortable watching some mm. of it. Yeah. Especially when they flailed him. Yes. Um, but based on on what the Bible says, it's very accurate. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it's an accurate. It, it's an accurate. It, based on the Bible, it's yeah. an accurate depiction of the last of Christ's mm-hmm. last days. And I can see, and for the for the graphic, gratuitous violence, I can see mm-hmm. why it's controversial. Yeah. yeah. Plus, any time you put, you know, Christ on on the screen, it's somebody's gonna have a problem with it, 
in any light. Yeah, yeah. People right. are gonna uh, people are gonna have. Uh, you're 100 percent right on yeah. that. I mean, but because not everybody can have the detachment that mm-hmm. that we could have. Yep. All right. Next. 1915, a birth of a nation. 100% controversial. Yeah, I can understand why. I never saw it, though. I, I've heard enough about it. I, exactly. You know, the way they depicted African-Americans mm-hmm. yeah. in this film actually created a new flow of clan members after watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking, uh, it, yeah. It's a, Horribly it's a horrible movie. film. Yes. Horrible movie. I've never seen this. Maybe you did. From 1980, Cannibal Holocaust. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Um, I've seen it multiple times. Um, Eli Roth essentially mm. recreated it later on. That's what I thought. With uh, the Green Inferno. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it depictions of cannibalism. Um, Real it, live animals being killed. Yep, like, live animals yes, being yes. killed again. Uh, let me see, Doug. Doug says, Passion of the Christ. Uh, did you know Jim Caviezel actually got struck by lightning on the hill where he was getting crucified during the filming? Ooh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Maybe somebody didn't want Mel to make that movie. <laughs> That's no. Maybe, maybe you put a guy up on a high hill during a thunderstorm. That shit's going to happen. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to fucking f- to push their narrative a little bit. Here. No. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I've, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust. Um, it's very graphic and the way it, the way it was marketed, they marketed it that it was real. Yes. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. lost footage, like a found footage. Like yeah. Yes. One of the first found footage type yes. films. Yes. That being said, it's not a terrible movie. Eli Roth, the sick bastard, um, you know, up the Andy with the green Inferno because he redid it just with better production value and yeah. modern production value. Yeah. That's a fucking disturbing ass movie. You'd love it, Bill. Nope. <laughs> it's going in the bucket. Um, I'll put more revenge shit in there. Go. Don't fuck with me. I've never seen this movie. Um, one of the movies, it goes by two different names. I can't pronounce the first one. Selo or The 100 Days of Sodom from 1975. Never saw it. It tells the story of the Italian regime during World War II and how they basically brutalized a lot of young men, a lot of young women. Hmm. You know where yeah. you go with that. Doug, I'm right there with you. I love Eli Roth's movies. Yeah, his la- you see what his latest one is? No. Borderlands. Oh, God. I You know what? And, and I got into a great argument online. I never played the game. Oh, right? Randy loved Borderlands. Well, okay, I never played yes, the game, so these yeah. people are saying that they want it recast and all this other stuff. So Jesus I said, Christ. and I said, okay, you know what? And I said, I would rather see Alan Tudyk play um, the, the robot than um, Jack Black, just because right. I don't really care for Jack Black. And they said, well, you're okay with Kevin Hart playing like this character? And I said, yeah, I find Kevin Hart kind of funny. I, I enjoy his comic timing. Yeah. And there's what he he's not a comedic person. He's a hardened soldier. I'm like, OK, I didn't know that. I don't know the game. 
But man, oh, you gotta see the trailer. Uh, it's awesome. I, I, roll I, up the window. We're going through piss gulch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, what do you mean? No, roll up the window. Boom. Ah, ah. Well, what did you think it was gonna be? <laughs> yep. I gotta tell Randy about that. He he's a big fan. He was a big I'm, fan. I want to see it. It looks awesome. It looks like Jumanji three. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's it looks wonderful. All right, what's next? I've never seen this movie. Um, it's called a Serbian film. I've never seen it either. I cannot. Fi- I I need to look on AFTA. Yeah, I, I I've never seen it this, either, and I I've from what heard, I've heard of it, I don't want to watch it. Oh yeah, this is about a, a down on his luck adult film. Yes, actor there's, who decides there's, to do anything for money and yep. it's nasty shit. Yes, yes. There's some fucking really really off putting stuff in this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I've, I've tried to find it. No streaming service in the United States carries it. Mm-mm. Um, you can't, I don't think you can even get it, like buy it on Amazon, um, on prime video. I'm going to check on after to see if it's on there. Yep. Okay. Cause I'm going to give it a shot. Mm. I, I gave, I dude, I gave the human centipede a shot. I know. Uh, oh, on the one list I had, it had one, two and three. <laughs> uh, yeah. I gave, I gave human centipede a shot. I watched them all. I didn't. Oh, I why won't they read the terms and conditions? They were just so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh so God! Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking South Park. Yes, this is the South Park episode that parodied it. I don't. The the human sentai pad. Oh no! Yes. Oh God! Yes. All right. Num- many- number two, we all know. Uh huh. The Exorcist. I do. I at I the can, time. At the time, at the time yes. Time. Mainly because of people like oh, screaming in theaters and vomiting and running out and passing out. It was. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of to this day. It's one of my favorite horror yes. movies. I yes. sometimes can't imagine what the the public must have been like in the seventies and the sixties. The pearl clutching. Oh, that fucking must have. I mean, God forbid somebody fart in public and cause a faint. Which brings me to number one, <laughs> which. When we watch it today, it's a masterpiece. But when it came out, people were so pearl-clutching back in 1971, Stanley Kubrick's Clockwork Orange. Mm. Clockwork Orange, yeah. Yeah, I, there was some a lot of really weird scenes in that. Yeah. But you watch it, and now it's considered a it's classic. A cl- it's a classic. Yes. Mm. And, and it, you know, it, it introduced us to the wonderful fucking Malcolm McDowell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... I got nothing bad to say about a clockwork orange. Here, leave leave that here. Oops, sorry. Leave it. Did I do good? You did good. With my last minute assignment. You got you get a gold star for the day. There we go. Now, we're going to end on a good note. So, we're doing the fucking movie first. Awesome. All right. Good. All right. Yes. Now, uh, our, our, words, our words fell off. I I couldn't find this anywhere. As I tried to watch it last minute last night, so uh, whoever suggested this movie, I want my nineteen ninety nine dollars back that I had to buy off of Apple TV to watch this movie. <laughs> and okay. it's in my library now. Jeremy, my our, our, our LA correspondent, <laughs> our LA correspondent Jeremy Hansen <gasps> suggested this movie. Yes, he did. Released on November twenty seventh, nineteen seventy three. We have The Holy Mountain, mm-hmm. written and directed by Alejandro Jaradowski. 
half Polish, half Mexican name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the only two people who I, the only two cast members I put on the fucking list because normally I go through them. Did you put who backed this? No. Yoko Ono, John Lennon. Well, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. And and did you read about what they did before the movie was being made? A lot of fucking drugs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And during the filming. No shit. Woo. Um, so we got our writer and director stars as the alchemist. Okay. Uh-huh. And the only other guy who I credited on this or I listed his credit we have Horatio Salinas as the, as the thief, mm-hmm. the Jesus figure. Yep. Yes. He's, he's later revealed to be a thief. Yes. I, I I'm I'm going to be completely fucking honest. This movie is almost two hours long. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had to break it up into four <laughs> sittings yeah. over th- over two days. <laughs> This was hard. <laughs> really? Oh my fucking god! This was fucking hard. Whew. This movie is a Sid and Marty Croft fever dream on acid. Well, I think this is something that, um, like Salvador Dali, no, like what, when no, he what? when he if he saw the movie, he said, "Look what we started." Look. I've been plenty fucking high in my day. Mm-hmm. I've done my fair share of illicit substances in my day. Yeah. I've never been high enough or tripping hard enough where I would find this enjoyable. Well, I don't think it was meant to be enjoyable. It was meant to it was meant to tell a story. Okay. It didn't tell a it very did, good no, story. It didn't. It didn't. It did. No, no, no. Listen. Please explain to me. Okay. It starts off. It starts off, you got the Jesus-looking guy, he's in the desert, he got bugs all over him, and then we get some midget with no hands and no feet comes, wakes him up, and all of a sudden, they're happy and joyous, and they're hugging and they're kissing, and the Jesus guy carries him into town, and what the fuck is going on in that town? Like, what's with you the- mean, You mean the frog, the frog show? No, well, no, I'm talking, I'm talking, the frog show, Jesus Christ, the frogs versus, yeah, that was even more fucked up, the frogs versus the chameleons, but I'm talking about the people with the gas masks and the guns, right. and them just shooting people, yes. and then, and then people taking pictures, and the one, the one army guy just goes up to a girl, pulls down her pants and starts effing her right there in front of everybody, right. and having, what was that? Okay, you have to, you have to, you have to look at the story as what they're trying to say. The message, as convoluted as it is, is that the world is an ugly place and ugly things are happening all the time. And I think the American part of it is is like the 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 the, the message is that is that the Americans and we still are, we're spectators. We love to see a good train wreck. I mean we will just they were like up front with the cameras with all the executions I think he was on acid last night. and everything else. And they were like, like getting in there. And like I said, everything was overly grotesque to show this is how life is. But that feeds into the story. That's like the first part of it. You have to see how grotesque everything is. 
you know? Thank you, by the way. And it's, it's shown through very weird imagery all over the place. <laughs> you know? I mean, again, the, the children rescue him, then stone him. You know? And right. Then he, and then he gets... And just, just, like, just like most... We, we raise up these idols, you know, to the superstar status. It happens nowadays. It's all truer now as it was in the 70s. We raise these people up to a, a status on a pedestal, and then what do we like to do? Tear them right the fuck down. Tell you what, he, he, he got off that cross pretty damn quick for being tied up. Well, yeah. It's but like then he... those people realize he looks like Jesus. They mm. get him... They get okay. Them, they get them wasted. Right. That is a whole thing. If you saw on the outside of the building, they had Christ for sale. Right. And they saw him. Right. They get him wasted, lay him down, and then that beautiful shot with all the Christs. He is upset. He goes out of his mind because because they're exploiting his image. They're exploiting his image, and he's right. Boy, you guys got nothing out of well, this, no, didn't you? Well, no, wait, wait. Before that. Before that, what was this up with was all, hard? What was up with all the oh, and the one creepy part in that when you had all those ladies dressed in black, okay, uh, the prostitutes, I think, and the chimpanzee, yeah, right. And what you have a fucking nine year old girl there with an old man, like giving her the eyeball, yeah, right. But if you saw in the opening scene, the eyes were the eyes were like like almost like a third eye kind of thing, you know. Yeah, but anyway, as he. <laughs> Takes that was a, after the Christ he in takes, the glass eye. He, he takes a Jesus thing and starts walking away. And mm-hmm. through one prostitute with the chimpanzee. That's the Mary Magdalene figure. Right. She follows him. Where's the what's up with the she fucking follows him throughout the film? What? Well, chimpanzees, I think, are our closest human relatives. So that's bringing like ancestry along with it. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, but when he gets to the disused church, as you can see, they're having a, a, a party outside, just a slow dance party with the people that the police are beating and the police. <laughs> and then you go into a very disused church. Correct. He puts up the Christ figure on there and the priest kicks him out. Yes. Because it's not the right Christ figure. <laughs> so the priest kicks him out. You know, again, it, it, it there's a lot of symbology in this. So then he eats the face mm-hmm. off of the Christ figure. The one, yeah, the cake Christ. And uh, puts helium balloons in balloons? it. Balloons? Sends it up, up to the sky. the sky, yes. And everybody's watching it. Yes, yay. And mm-hmm. then and then they're going to that tower. Yes. A magnificent tower. Mm-hmm. He's magnificent. bringing, the hook comes down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Money is on it. Gold, there's gold in there. And this is where we meet the alchemist. Yes. yes. And that beautiful rainbow room. That that was, an, and again, I don't know how, move, I mean, and he, I didn't realize they funded it, but it makes sense now. But, I mean, some of the imagery was absolutely gorgeous in this movie. I mean, it, a lot of it gets lost because of the absurdity, because after a while, it's it's like one shocking thing after another. And oh, after, if you like, think you saw the weirdest thing, you have wait five you minutes. Just wait, yes, because then you know. Oh, uh, I'm an alchemist, but and you see the Jesus figure, the thief, nude, sit on a glass container, right, and I'm like, oh no. And then they show 
the shit in the container <laughs> right. you just took. But again, and then he says it. The, 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 the line of the movie, which makes ap- the, it, it sums up the whole movie. You turn shit into gold. You, no, you are excrement, but you can become gold. It's like, don't take what you are at face value. You can change into something precious. He's not wrong. Yeah. And He's then not wrong, yeah, and then they go into the tower room. See now here this is the point in the movie where it actually started making some sense. Well, the one mm-hmm. thing I didn't what was so important about that mirror that he smashed? Yeah, I don't have all the answers to every allegory. That, 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 well, that, the, well, the whole thing is there were supposed to be 10, but I only count 9. And then everybody looks in the water and says, "There, there's." Oh, that the last was la- that was later on. Well, I, no, I'm saying that, yeah. like with with the destruction of the image. Mm-hmm. I think that they're they're trying to talk about something about destroying your self image. Yeah, that could be. And uh, you know, building you know building yourself back up to be a better mm-hmm. version of what you were. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is this the part? If, if this is the part we're going to talk about, I think this is where it starts making sense to me when they start talking about the other planets and yeah. the leaders of the planets. Yeah. The, this part I understood. And again, it wasn't physical planets like this one was from this was from this Correct. one. But I think they were basically because all the planetary systems have some sort of I mean, uh, Mars is considered the war planet. Venus is considered the love planet. Mm-hmm. Things like that. They all have the representation. Right. So each of them were being represented, but each of the planets was represented by someone in an authoritative position who was absolutely miserable and making things to make the world miserable. The, my weirdest planet, and I can't remember which one it was, but it was the one where the lady woke up next to the guy. She starts riding a fake horse. Oh, that was uh, Uranus. Uranus, okay. Then they start having sex. Mm-hmm. Then he's taking a bath and she's pissing in a toilet that's like five feet tall. Yep. And then he realizes he's late to go to report something. Mm-hmm. And he, his job is basically he's... Uh, he reports an, to the president. He's, he's an accountant, basically. Yeah. And he says, uh, yes, uh, if we don't kill 1.4 billion people, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to go broke. And the president gets on the phone and just says, start destroying this, start destroying that. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, and that's again. It's like their jobs are they're they're up there, and they're they're make people, but no, none of them are happy. And somehow, they we have to tell all their stories to get them to the alchemist, and Venus. Okay. Yeah. The boy's father, who runs the company, is mm-hmm. now deaf, dumb, and blind. Yeah. And for him to make a decision, a yes or no decision. Mm-hmm. He has the mummified. He has his mummified wife, wife there to the left of him, mm-hmm. and he puts his hand in her for JJ. Mm-hmm. And if it's wet, he says yes, and mm-hmm. if it's dry, he says no. Yeah, and the idea behind that is there's never going to be any progress because he's always going to say no. Oh my God Almighty! Was I the only one paying attention? <laughs> you just don't see how weird that was. Well, yeah, yes, okay, again. There's a message in the story, and the story is weird. He is wired different. (laughs) Imagine being up here. Uh, No. So, yeah, and and again, this culminates in all the planets showing, and my God, that shot of them all 
in that room up top around the throne, there is not a more 70s shot. That brim hat. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh my God, that is, uh, that Jupiter wears, that is awesome. Mm. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, again, and I also want to say the amount of, I don't want to call it gratuitous nudity, but nudity in general. <laughs> oh, there were fucking schlongs a flopping everywhere. 22 and a half. <laughs> Just, yeah, I, I checked them all off. Cause they, and they weren't like so gratuitous that they needed to be there. But it was almost like, why the hell not? You know, it was like, you're almost waiting. The only half one I had was the prostitutes all had mesh tops. So I didn't consider that a full nude. Right. But it started in the beginning when the yes. alchemist yes. shaves the heads of the two women. Yeah. I just, it's like, oh, we're, there we go. Yep. We're starting there. Oops. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, there, there was schlongs of flopping everywhere. Good God, yes. Getting chopped off. Titties everywhere. Uh, lots of 70s retro jungle fucking bush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, it was like I said, I don't want to go into detail about each of the planets because, my God, they each tell a story all their own. Yes, they yes. Did. And, and that was the only And And my, my God, it was, I mean, some of the, some of the stuff, I, I wondered how much of it was acted and then how much was just let's just see what happens right you know because i can't imagine if you like oh no we gotta do another take on that your finger wasn't that far in oh so now we gotta get oh like when he's fucking slapping the butt cheeks you know i'm trying to talk and and then the noise yeah (laughs) he slaps the butt cheeks and then fucking checks the oil but um and then then we get to uh we get to like a resort town Mm mm-hmm Ah, yes, yes. And this is where we're going to the Holy Mountain. Well, before they get to there, the the thief character is having second thoughts. Yeah. And he wants to be, so he shows them, hey, you want to be like Christ? This is what happens. And he multiplies all the bread. And then everybody starts fighting over it, which, yeah, that happens. You know, like the more resources you have, the more people are fighting over to get those resources. You know, so it's like, you know, almost like, you know, so you want to do good. I understand you want to do good, but that's not going to lead to good because of who you're doing it for. Right. So get on the fucking boat. Right. And they taught a chimpanzee in a row. That's fucking impressive. I'm sorry. I don't I don't care how high you are. That's impressive. Teach a chimpanzee in a row. Yeah, well, fucking Clint, now, e- Clint Eastwood yeah. taught a chimpanzee how to swim. Now, the now they get to the island and are, and are met by the German. I'm going to call him German. And he's like, I just drink alone. I love that. That is awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'd offer you a drink, but I drink alone. Oh, you're awesome. They take him to, what was the name of the bar? Oh, Pantheon? Pa- 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 yes. Yeah, the I Pantheon. Pa- yes. Yeah, yes. where all manner of just stuff is going on to distract them. They meet they <laughs> Frank Zappa, that guy. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I have a rose in my hand. And his hand starts filling with flies. And it's like. Bees make honey. You make heat. <laughs> Pretty much. Then they get to the guy that could climb the mountain, but not really. He can go through the mountain. He can only go <laughs> horizontally. Fucking, that was so fucked up. Yeah, but I mean, the, the it's there. I mean, yeah. Can you climb the mountain? No, but I can go through it. That's not what you weren't supposed to do. So they all just abandon that. Yeah. And they say, now we're going to we're gonna climb. 
And did they? Is this? Did they have their head shaving yet with the blue robes? Yes. Okay. They they before I think before they left they had the head shaving. Yeah, that was before they got on the boat. Yeah. Okay. And then they're climbing the mountain. Uh, guy had to cut his own fingers off, mm-hmm. which they were very blatant in that. It's like you got to sacrifice something to do this. Yeah. Uh, a woman. She couldn't do it, and she had to hump the mountain. Finds courage. Hey, there you go. Um, you know, but they all make it to the top, but they're not done yet because now they have to still keep moving. Keep going. And that's when that's when everybody in real life was given LSD. <laughs> and wow, did everybody have an experience? Yeah. <laughs> and then they get meta at the very end of the movie. I wouldn't even spoil the end of this. I, I people should have to see this movie for the ending. No. But the, the message the message is that go enjoy your reality. Yeah. Um you know. Yeah. Go out un, especially now. Yeah. Like, it it really it really clicks. Yeah. Unplug yourself from your fucking devices. Go out and enjoy reality. Yeah. Get out there and unplug Get out there and, and instead of and and I focus and I've said this many times when I go to a concert and the amount of people that have their phones up in the air and are watching the concert through that screen. Right. Watch the concert. That's your experience. Have it. Yeah. You don't need to be filming all this shit. Yeah. You know, snippets, not even snippets. snippets. No, I know I'm not pointing this at you. I'm not. But I agree when these musicians come out. Even though I don't like the way they say it, I agree with them when they say, put your fucking phones down and enjoy this moment. Yes. And that's why I said that's why Lisa has all the pictures, even though the cruise Lisa took all the pictures. I took a few of things that were really I for me. It wasn't even a post there for me. Yeah. But it's like. I was in the moment doing the thing. So I, I understand exactly. That's why this this film was not. But then you had the thief, the prostitute. Yeah. So you, you don't and, need enlightenment. And, Go off and be right. happy. And, and, and the chimp in a red fucking robe. Well, yeah, but I mean, again. Well, the, the, oh, man. I'm sure there's symbolism in every single thing. Oh. This was a very well thought out movie. It was no, it was the scenes of violence that uh, Axion had on his planet. They use paint and they threw. I mean, it looked like a gruesome scene, mm-hmm. but you saw them not firing guns but throwing paint, mm-hmm. and 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 flowers were coming out of the wounds and birds and birds, and birds. yeah, and they made it graphic, but not violent graphic. Like oh my god, you know, even on like. Before that, yeah, when, like everybody when they got cut or when they got mm-hmm. shot, it wasn't red. Yeah, and it was all it was very different shades to show. So yes, this is gruesome, you know, but you know it's it's an artistic gruesome. So I said this, the movie, the message was there, you you know, and it is very just one just shock after another. I think I've watched so much weird shit online. I would. This movie did not shock the hell out of me at all. Ooh. It didn't shock so, me. So I mean, I kind of. But it was the one of those. The jar got it me. It was I'm one. Sorry. Of, it was. It was one of those that it was like. Everybody was like, "Oh, you think you've seen it all? Five minutes, you'll see something else." 
And that's why I said the ending. The ending, when it started, it pissed me off a little bit. I'm like, holy shit, what a cop out. But then as he was talking about, I get it now. Oh. I get it now. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I was like, I get it now. Okay. And I was like, yes, I love that. And that ending was wonderful. I don't know if I'd go that far. I got to say this, though. When they were going into the one town and they were walking through the... I saw... All I saw was 10 Gandalfs. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop seeing 10 Gandalfs. <laughs> when they were walking with the brown robes and that goofy-looking oh, yeah, hat yeah, yeah. through the mountains. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, 10 Gandalfs. <laughs> all right. So... What do you give the movie, Bill? I'm going to give it a thumb up, and I honestly say this. This is a movie everyone should see, and you you will have a distinct per- point in your life that you knew life before this movie, and you know life after this movie. I have a different understanding of things after this movie. Okay. Jim. <laughs> If this was on a 1 to 10 scale, I'd give it a 1 just for the boobies. <laughs> this is getting two thumbs down. Oh. I'm actually going to uh, – I'm not going to go two thumbs down. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I – I didn't give it a finger. I, I didn't I didn't really enjoy this movie. I've never been high enough where I would find <laughs> this enjoyable. Or where it would make a whole lot of fucking sense up until the last about 20 minutes of the movie. The first 20 minutes, there's no fucking dialogue whatsoever. Yes. No. Yes. And, and what's funny is at first I thought, is this in fucking Spanish? So I, I put closed captioning on. Right. And then it just says laughing and giggling. I'm like, oh, they ain't even fucking talking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got to go. I got to go. Thumbs down. I could I I did not enjoy this. It wasn't galling to the point where I'm going to give it the finger, but I just did not enjoy this movie. Yeah, I heard so many negative things about this movie before I ever saw it. I never wanted to see it, but I'm actually glad that I did. Well, Jeremy, one out of three ain't bad. Yes, and it's the good one, too. No. No. It's the one that counts. No, it's not me. You can't count. (laughs) When in doubt, pinky out. Now, did you not think that guy was really channeling Cheech? I s- no, <laughs> he wasn't channeling Cheech. He's just a Mexican dude. Yeah, but I mean, just the, the mustache and the mannerisms. I, I, I've met a lot of a lot of Mexican cats who are like that. <laughs> that was looked like my uncle Chewy. I. All right, on to something, and now for something completely different. Absolutely. The album suggested by our friend Ed Hopple is Guar's War Party. This is their ninth studio album released on October 26th of 2004. Does not chart and is not certified in the United States. Our cast of characters. We have Brad Roberts playing the part of Jismac Degusha on drums. We have... Todd Evans playing the part of Beefcake the Mighty on bass guitar, backing vocals, and lead vocals on the bonus plan. We have Mike Dirks playing the part of Ballsack the Jaws of Death on rhythm guitar and backing vocals. We have the late, great Corey Smoot playing the part of Flatus Maximus on lead guitar and backing vocals. And, of course, our party host, 
the one and only, the legend himself, Mr. Dave Brocky, playing the role of Odorous Yerungus on lead vocals. For my homie, Brocky. Starts off with a wonderful song called Bring Back the Bomb. <laughs> my favorite song on the album. When I was listening to this album, I listened to this song last. I just wanted to see if any song was going to top this one as my favorite. It didn't. Still my favorite. Love this song. It's a punch in the balls to start. Oh, the God. Oh, absolutely. Just a uh, very aggressive start and just fucking kill everyone. Even the whales. That's Guar. Mm-hmm. That's Guar. Number two is one of my favorites on the record. Crostica. Yeah. Yeah, this this is, a, this is a great song. They've actually referenced Acrostica in a couple of their albums. Yes. Uh, musically, this could have fit on a Megadeth record. I, I caught a lot of Megadeth vibe from okay. the guitar they, riff. They're this. very fast on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool use of a, of the of the Digitech whammy pedal. That uh, like that that solo part where the pitch shift just goes up. Yeah, wee that mm-hmm. that's the Digitech whammy. Uh, the secret to Tom Morello's sound. Morello's not a good guitar player. He nope. just has a cool pedal. I, I thought I thought that was going to be a picking up of the Morello. No, this 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 song got me like really thinking, and 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 it, I, the way they're talking and singing in this song, there's no difference between the Nazis and the Catholic Church. Two great hates I, that hate great together. I wonder. What an interesting take. I wonder if Acrostica. Is a is card yes. in that game I have. Oh. I well, I have that Guar card oh, yeah. game. Yeah. You never played it yet? You no, know, I did play it, but oh. I mean, there's hun- tons of cards in it. I, I haven't seen all the cards. It has to be in there. You, one would think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. I mean, it's another excellent song. Mm-hmm. Track number three <laughs> Womb with a View. Yep. I never, I never heard this album. As soon as I saw this fucking title, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And oh my God, is it it's fucking an awesome song. Yep. My <laughs> oh second my favorite God. on the album. Second favorite. Womb with a view. Love it. <laughs> Classic Guar feel. Oh Classic God. Guar lyrics. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, God. Th- I mean, th- th- this is just Brocky doing Brocky here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he did it for so many albums, to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, well, I, he did uh, do a lot of drugs. No, but I mean, like, it's always a new take on some sort of violence, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Track number four, Decay of Grandeur. This one gets a match for me. And the only reason why is a lot of the spoken and different voices that were in between the choruses. Musically, it was good. Lyrically, it was good. It was just the way it was presented it, it, it didn't it didn't feel like other songs on the album right i liked it for the the the, the cool odd time feel of mm-hmm. the verses that's, and then yeah, it's a, a very like, yeah. very aggra- a very accessible chorus yeah i felt that i love the song and i felt this had like a very new metal feel to it kind you of know, where i think they were kind of like what what year was this done 2004 okay so it was way after that genre kind of but i mean i could i liked it i i post new, post new metal Post-grunge. Anything after 94. <laughs> track number five. We have our title track, War Party. 
wonderful song. I can't, <sighs> I can't believe I never listened to this album before. Yeah, it's it's one it's it's up there as one of their best. I love this song too. Ooh. Yeah, um, I got that this would fit nicely on Scum Dogs or America mm-hmm. Must Be Destroyed. Just yep. a good classic guar feel. Yeah. You missed him again. Toad. You missed him again. I missed him my glasses. I'm seeing where he was, not where he is. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> um, next, track number six. Bone Snapper, The Faces of the Slain. I almost thought this was a ballad. <laughs> what is? I yeah, love, it starts off. I as love like, the intro. But yeah, then it goes off. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Great bass line. Yep. Yes. Um, Wonderful song. Great bass line. Uh, I mean, I'm a... I was always I was a huge fan of Mike Bishop mm-hmm. when he inhabited the beefcake costume. Uh, the guy that's now their lead singer, yeah. both are mm-hmm. Mike Bishop. He was the original beefcake, the Mighty. Okay, and then uh, Todd Evans took over when mm-hmm. Bishop yeah. left the band. But yeah, Bishop's a uh, Bishop was a great place bass player. Todd Evans is a great fucking bass player. Good shit. Track number seven, Lost God. Yeah, Guar knows how to structure a song. Yes, they do. It's just it's when you listen to this, it's like it's perfectly put together. Not not an inch of just wasted anything. No, right. And, and the way they started talking about like all ancient gods and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, I mean, throughout human history, yes. man man has you know, I can't explain something, must be a god. Yeah. You but know? then I thought it was odd that he started saying he was a lost god. Well, the scum dogs are. Oh, that's right. They're lost. They're, they're lost from their, you know, they're yes. yeah, yeah. here from outer space. And here's we a, were exiled. Earth. Right. <laughs> and let's not forget the opening line to the Salamanizer. <laughs> here's a little something from a god to a slave. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I never should have been let out the fucking microwave. Not that. <laughs> what about rhymes with slave? Or we have to say <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the mythology, mm-hmm. the, the mythology of Guar is they were frozen in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. They were exiled uh, to Earth, frozen in Antarctica. And because of the hair bands using so much hairspray, it created a hole in the ozone, ozone layer, layer. And that's what thawed Guar out. <laughs> Yeah, and they and they add to the mythology for so many songs. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I mean, as as an old school Guar fan, I do miss the days of techno and bozo destructo mm-hmm. and sleazy P Martini. Yeah, and, and Guar Woman, and they would just tell a story on stage. Yeah, mm. my name is Sleazy P Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. <laughs> anyway, moving on, the Reganator. Track number eight. This is, I, 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 I never thought you could hear a pro-American and an anti-American song at the exact same time. Guar can do it. They did it, and by God, they this actually came on while I was doing orders today, just as a song, and I was just like, I just, I fell in love all over again. It's like, good God. Uh, yeah. It's not because of the lyrics. This is a no. It just sounded like dogs barking most of the time. That's a lot of bar- a lot of Brocky's delivery. I know, but it I I just didn't like it. This is the only no from me. So I'm <laughs> this is I'm doing good. Okay. 
I, I love the riff and I love the guitar riff in this song. I love it's, the lyrics. So <laughs> fucking great. I'm listening. I'm listening again. I was like, hey, this is pro-American. No, wait, <laughs> wait, no. Hold it. Hold it. We're better than you. That's why you must die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it, it speaks to the to the military industrial complex. Oh, yes, yeah, it does. Um, track number uh, track number nine, the bonus plan. This one has vocals by Beefcake the Mighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was a this was a short song. It was a surprisingly, but not a punk feel song. That I mean, it wasn't long enough for like it was a good song, but it wasn't long. I should have been longer. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, it, it like ended too soon. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh Todd Evans is a fucking beast. That guy can play his mm-hmm. ass off. Uh, I mean, all the guys in Guar are just top shelf musicians. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just amazing to me that. The gimmick, and and it's not even saying that as a bad thing, but the gimmick has lasted as long as it is, and people don't give a shit. Right. It's like we all know they're people. Mm-hmm. We know they're, but we don't care. It's good fucking music. And I said to Lisa, I want Ryan's first concert to be a Guar concert. That would be great. If, if I'm going to take him to a concert, and then Lisa said, well, don't you think it should be something that he likes? No. He's going to Guar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to get baptized in metal the right way. Right. <laughs> and, in, in a small venue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, they're ever at the Sherman again. If they're, oh, yeah. Holy we're, shit. We're there. I mean, I, I would even consider going back to Reverb. No. No, I'm not going to Reverb. No, I can't do that again. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. That was bad. Oh, I that was terrible. I can't see. God damn it. All right, track number 10, You Can't Kill Terror. Do you think this is a reference? Because when this was written, the war on terror. That was uh, 100%. On, but, yes. yeah, it's, it's in the lyrics. Yes. It's basically, what they're basically saying is that the war me. on terror is stupid. Right. You can kill me, but you can't kill yeah, terror. Because, like, you can have, like, a war between countries, and one country's going to win. Correct. But... A war, the war on terror when it started was a dumb idea. It's an idea. Yeah, it's like you. you I mean, how do you? It's like you. Know, you can't. That's what I mean. And they just said that. Hey, no, yeah. this is a dumb idea, and we're telling you it's a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Although the war on terror, I think, started, if I'm right, right after nine eleven. Right 10, after nine eleven. Well, yeah, okay. I I remember, not long after. I could have sworn it was like in the. 90s. No, the war on no. drugs started in the in the 80s. You're thinking of the first Iraq war. Yeah, well, when Desert Shield turned into Desert, Desert Storm. Storm. Right. I Iraq thought that's when the war no, on no, terror the, began. No, no, the global war on terror started after the 9-11 attacks. You're right, because nope, because uh, uh, terror, terror. Yeah. <laughs> war on terror. Uh, terror. We're going to hunt down the ter- terrorists. Terrorists, yeah, yeah. Terrorists. Okay. But uh, this is basically... Don't forget, my, wa- my yeah. wife's a librarian. This is basically saying that's a dumb fucking idea because you're not going to kill terror. Right. It's like the war on drugs. It's just fucking stupid. (laughs) Same idea. (laughs) It's fucking stupid. All right. And the song ends with or the album ends with, excuse me, a song called Fistful of Teeth. Ah, yes. Very nice. Very evil. Dan Housen song. Very good. Very good. That's a jar full of teeth. (laughs) But he has to have it in his fist yes. to throw him at you. <laughs> this was a good song. Yes. It? Very I, good song. I loved it, too. Great way to end the album. Yes. So what are your final thoughts? 
Well, I love this album. I never heard it all the way through, and that's a shame because I absolutely loved it. Uh, I give I give it a nine. I mean, it's hard to top Scum Dogs in my head. Yeah, it is. But this one really does a great job at it. Yeah. I I okay. Jim, I first time I ever heard any of these songs. I mean, I I. Enjoyed this album from beginning to end, except for that that one song. I'm giving this thing an eight and a half. Okay, I I love the album. Um, I'm with Bill. This is on my Guar Mount Rushmore of records. Mm-hmm. It should be. It's it. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's a really there's yeah yeah Guar. I mean Guar. There's the stinkers are few and far between for Guar. Um, I listened. Uh, I I listened to the very. Oh, hang on. Back to. Uh, Back to Fistful of Teeth. I listened to the end of the song, waiting for something to fucking happen. And nothing did. <laughs> Two minutes of silence. Yes. I'm like, fuck. I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't. I, 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 on Spotify. On yeah. Spotify, it's like a six-minute song. And on here, it's uh, 3.56. So I'm thinking, yeah. okay, is there something going to happen? And then it went to like a different song on my Spotify. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah, mine was on YouTube, so it just ended. It was like, okay. Yeah, I forgot that they did that at the end of this. Um, Every member of Guar, they're all such great players. You know, they're uh, they're all fucking fantastically talented musicians. And to to play this music with their gimmicks on is truly amazing. Jesus Christ, yes, yes. Because they're the the music is super technical. they're all just fantastic players. I, I can't say enough good things about Guar. Um, thank you for recommending this one, Ed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I give this one a 9 out of 10. It, it's great, and I'm right there with Bill. It's hard to top scum dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is it's, definitely up there. It is so hard. I could top. Only the way I could top scum dogs is by doing a best of. From something I like from every album. Yeah. You know, that's the only way because Scum Dogs is near perfection. Yeah, it is. I mean, and it, it's such a giant step up from what Hello was. Yes. And Hello is not a bad record. Yeah, Hello is fun. Yeah. Hello is fun. And then Guar is like, no, we're, we can have fun, but let's show you what we really can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello is more of a punk record. Oh, it is, yeah. Uh, a very, very punk aesthetic to it, and I think Hunter, I think Hunter Johnston, uh, or Hunter Jackson, rather. I don't know the guy that was techno. Okay, uh, I think techno was still involved with the writing at that point. Yeah, yeah, because I think the um, the techno song was written was on for Hello, yeah, yeah. But again, that had stuff like E I O U, which is is a dumb song. But again, a punk song, like you said. Yeah, um, I, great fucking record. Mm-hmm. I can't complain about this one. No, yeah, this was a great week to listen. I know for me personally, it was a great week. Although I do feel, and I will say this honestly, listen, watching the Holy Mountain, I think I'm on a list now somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. As I watch, I'm like, I think I'm on a list now. <laughs> it's, it's possible. It's, I mean, Jim Morrison because he bought it. Jeremy, Jeremy, I mean, I, I, I know Jeremy likes to smoke a lot of pot. 
So maybe that has something to do with it. Possibly. Right. Well, California does know how to party. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> California, super cool to the homeless. <laughs> oh. Bill, pick an album. Oh, I hope it's mine. I hope it's mine. Please be mine. Please be mine. I ah. Uh, that's not my. Oh fuck! Can I pick again? <laughs> please, please, can I pick again? <laughs> oh no! Oh god! I, I should know when I see that name that you're going to have a bad time. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I'm... All right. Okay. What's the movie, Bill? Uh, Jim? Hopefully Egan can redeem himself. Waxwork. Oh, welcome to the Waxworks. The Vincent Price movie? This is probably going to be with Paris Hilton. No. Was it okay? That was. Mm, wasn't she? Hang on. You know what? Put that one in. We need clarification from Egan. Put that one back. Pick another one. Go to that there. Yeah, we need clarification on Egan. Yeah, which fucking wax that, works. That, yeah. No. Fuck. You have to put Zagir. Actually, there's a Holy Mountain movie made. In like in the thirties, in the thirties, and I'm like, is that nah? Oh fuck! This movie was on a list of controversial movies. Oh good. This is from our friend in Utah. Oh, Gal Gosi, Fritz the Cat. Oh, I've seen that. All right, and the album. We're going to have a hard time talking about that movie. Yes, we are. <laughs> From what I've heard about yeah, it, yes. No, I've already seen it. We're going to have a hard time talking about oh, that movie. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm fucking frightened. <laughs> From our friend Jimmy Westerberg. Oh, Jimmy, I love you, but... Mm. Oh. We have an album by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. Superstar Car Wash. I don't think I heard that one. <sighs> Superstar Car Wash. This is one of their earlier. Writers. And you say, say I'm not allowed to put have, shit in there. I have two Goo Goo albums, and I, this is probably one of their first. Wait, ones. they made more than one? Jesus Christ. Yes. I thought fucking Iris was the Goo flash Goo. flash in the fucking pan. Goo, Goo dolls aren't that no, bad. No, there's Boy Named Goo. Yes. Yeah. I thought a Boy Named Goo was off of Iris. Fuck me. <laughs> no. This, this, uh, Superstar Car Wash. Uh, you know, if it's from Westerberg, it's going to be good. Goo Goo's not bad. I can deal with Goo. I bet you can deal <laughs> with Goo. <laughs> Open that fucking door right up, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Fucking. I don't like Goo in my ears. <laughs> Sorry. Not in my hair. Not in my hair. Oh God, this is gonna be. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to listen to this when I'm in a good mood because I don't You're think you're this... not gonna hate it. How do you know? I know. No. What the hell you do? You listen to stupid shit. Excuse me? Yeah, this from... No, hold on. No. Uh, one Name one band I listen to that's stupid. Joe Perry Project. <laughs> Fuck you. This this will be better than the Joe Perry Project. I doubt it. I don't. I do. I don't. I've heard the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't care for them. You don't? This al- no, this album is not going to probably change my mind. You don't like any of their music? No. Oh, I don't like the name. I don't like the music. 
well, you just suck. Yeah. No. Yeah. Look, I cannot, like... Look, after no. uh, enlighten yourself. Open yourself up to new things. You're the one that said it after watching this movie. I have. I've listened to the Goo Goo Dolls, and I don't like them. But now, after watching that movie, enlighten yourself and... No, that's not how enlightenment works. Look, if I don't like Scrapple, and I don't like Scrapple, saying, oh, put it in a quiche, it ain't gonna fucking make it better. Scrapple's good. It is not... You fucking nitwit. Scrapple is fucking good. Oh. It is not. That scrap is in the name. Crap is in the name. Why would you eat that? <laughs> pull is in the name. No, P-L-E. That's not pull. This is. Premium live event? Ugh. Fry that up with some little. Yeah, and that's another thing. I'm sick and tired of getting getting corrected by my kid whenever I call it a pay-per-view. Yeah, that- it's a. Not a pay-per-view, it's a pay-per-view live event. Look, is, is that what he says? Oh, well, well, no, that's what they call him All now. the time. That's what they call him now. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a premium live event. Did you watch the end of the Daytona 500? Yeah. What a freaking train wreck. No, it was a car wreck. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, but like, I, I the felt, guy in third place like spun out on like what, lap seven or I eight? Felt, I felt bad about, about that. I mean, 18 cars taken out just mm-hmm. like that. Yep, and then of course there's controversy on if Bowman or oh god, now I'm blanking on the name crossed the finish line first. Yeah, or because before the because Bowman was in the lead when the green lights went off, but that delay when they went back on, the guy who won it, Byron, was it Byron? Byron. When Byron, or when Bowman, it, I don't remember. Yeah, when it when it was when, a B person when they went back on, he would cross the finish line, and it was like, and my thing is like. Oh God! Shut up! Yeah, it's fucking racing. Well, no, shut up. Well, I don't like the I don't like super speedway racing. And they start the season off with what we're talking to the wrong guy on this with Daytona and then Atlanta. Oh, Ryan's in his fucking glory. He loves super speedway racing. I I'm not a fan. I'm gonna drive fast. I'm gonna turn to left. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Okay, look, you know how you are. I drive faster than you can turn left better you, you than you can. You know how you are when people diss musicians, when they don't understand the musician life, okay? The the race life is, is a, I wish I could do it again. I really do. But I, I had so much fun racing cars. It's fucking proof that anybody can do it if you can do it. But we're talking, you got to admit, though, Eric. This, this I've been in a car with you. If you can drive a fucking race car, anybody. There's a difference, can drive, though. No. A ra- Look, I don't have to worry. If I hit the guy on the track, he's not going to come after me with his insurance. Okay? Oh, That's the God. difference. What do you do? Okay, but what I'm saying. Oh, you even. Oh. No, 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 no. I, I, what I'm trying to explain. Even, like, Corey, because it came on at 430, and Corey had it on on his phone at the back counter. And I just can't imagine, I mean. These cars are inches apart, mm-hmm. doing two hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. That's that'll that'll tighten your sphincter pretty tight. They're professionals, man. It, they know how insane, to do it, man. I, I just can't. I can't <laughs> believe what these people. Do. Once again, if this fucking nitwit well can drive a race car, <laughs> look. He got the shit scared it's out of him going not, fast at Pocono when he wasn't even driving. It's I, no, not, it, was, it was interesting. <laughs> it's not that impressive of a skill if Bill can do it. I understand you might think it doesn't take a lot, but there's something, the adrenaline surge of being in that car, going around the track. God damn it, man. I love doing it, 
And I would. I, Wasn't I, it an, an enduro derby? Yeah, that's usually what I race in. Yeah, well, you're trying to. You're not I trying to wreck other cars, but that just happens. I fall asleep. It's fucking boring. Truthfully, if I watch the Daytona 500, I usually watch a little bit in the beginning and then I turn it on at the end. I watched the whole damn thing. I can't. Well, I, I, I got I, home I, I and luckily I got home at lap eight because there already was a caution. Mm. So I got to watch the whole. I, look, I'm from a racing family. You know, my mom and dad met, you know, being part of pit crews. I mean, honestly, it's in my blood. If it was on Sunday, Jimmy would have been watching the whole thing. I would have. Taken and this summer, nap. I'm taking Ryan to Stroudsburg. Wow, you really missed the fucking thing. What's in Stroudsburg? There is a a, um, a spri- um, uh, uh, car track. <laughs> I want to say sprint car, but that's not the word in my head. It's a it's a, you know, a go kart track. Uh, isn't there one in Allentown? There probably is. There's an indoor one in yeah, Allentown. Yeah. But but Chuck's, the, Chuck's 50th birthday party was there. The one in Did you go? Yeah. Did you race? Oh. Huh? Oh. Huh? Oh. Oh. That's I, not the same thing. I di- I did. Oh, it's, I know he just got behind Chuck. Look at me, Miata. Look, look, look. <laughs> no, actually. Um I I will say this. It was not fun. I did not enjoy myself. Oh, come on. No, I did not enjoy myself because I was very, very freshly removed from shoulder surgery. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I'm why. sure that felt wonderful. It did not feel good. Mm. Oh, my. Um, in fact, I tapped out halfway through my. Well, heat. for shoulder surgery, I can understand. Yeah. Because that is a jarring thing. Yeah. Especially, especially, uh, especially in. Trying to yank those, trying to pull, turn those wheels. Yeah. There's no power steering. Mm-hmm. You're on a flat track in a little fucking go kart. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I didn't have fun. I went, you know, I mean, it was Chuck's birthday. Yeah. So we went. Um, Gave it the old college try. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've got better things to do with my I life. Mean, but the Hot fun. Pocket cake was just, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I've got better things to do with my life than fucking drive a car fast. Well, I can't wait to take Ryan. Because the boy, he thought he was better than me in fantasy football. And we showed him. Then the trophy says otherwise. <laughs> anyway, now now we can see if he can outrace me. He did that, already. He's going to be... Wet Boy's going to be driving soon. Think about that. Don't. Yeah. Alistair will be driving next year. I can't I can't wait to... I cannot wait to teach him how to drive. Don't you fucking dare teach him how to drive. Oh, my God. I, I Did I... Okay. You, you know... You Mo- drive like old people fuck. Slow and sloppy. It's called being courteous and good. No, it's called slow and sloppy. You you know... You, you know Milbourne, right? The game? The card game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember what happened with Bella and the tire when she popped the curb pulling in an L Tri C? Yes. Okay. So we're playing Millbourne, and it didn't click when Jack did this, but he gave Bella a flat tire. He goes, Here, it's your card. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Hmm. That one lo- that I'm lost on that one. It's uh it's it's a it's a it's a card game where you try to go so many miles. 
and you need a green light to get going, and people can throw hazards at you to slow you down, like make you run out of gas, or make you get in an accident, or give you a flat tire. And Bella popped the tire. This just, sounds stupid as fuck. And you need the remedy it's, cart. It's you, you not need to get a spare tire and another green light to go. This sounds fucking stupid. It's a, it's a, it's a fun card game. It really is. This sounds fucking <laughs> especially, stupid. Especially when somebody has all the green lights in their hand that they don't fucking discard. Them, and you need to discard. Oh, and then they start discarding green lights in front of you, knowing you fucking need one. Well, wait till this I get... This sounds fucking stupid. Wait till I get the, the newest game that I'm going to get eventually. It's like pretty much Mad Max, like, on a board game. Oh, brother. You'll, oh, don't even, oh, brother, you'd love it. You know you'd love it. No. It's about racing. It's, yeah, it's all about racing. I'm it's f- about going fast and hitting other cars. It's actually, I'm like, out. it's like the movie Fury Road. So I, I know you're going to be I've on board I've never with seen oh, yeah. that sack of shit. You've never seen that? Fuck no. There's even a rig in it. That movie's incredible. Well, it's not incredible, but it's, it's like it's, Fury it's Road. It's a very good movie. I doubt it. No, it's good. I doubt he, it. He plays a, uh, who the fuck is that? Anyway, Who? plays a very good Mad Max. It's Tom Hardy, isn't it? Tom Hardy, yes. And, no, I'm and, out. Uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm out. Was the chick? Anyway, they were they were doing a a prequel of that movie as well. Who fucking cares? So, they already know. have two prequels of that movie. It's the original fucking Mad Max. It's 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 a reboot. It's fucking stupid. How do you know it's stupid if you never watched it? All the Mad Max movies are fucking stupid. I love all those movies. You would, because you got the IQ of a fucking dehydrated BB. <laughs> What's that? Turnip head. <laughs> fucking three below plant life. <laughs> fucking balloon knot. Yeah. With a fucking blub blub belly. That's right. Do you like the Mad Max movies? The originals, yeah, not the reboots. Yeah. There's only one reboot. It's not plural. <laughs> you know who needs... I'll tell you what. I'd watch a Muppet version of Mad Max. That would be fucking great. As long as Gonzo is Mad Max. <laughs> it would work. No, it would probably be Animal. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Gon- nah. Animal would be Lord Humongous. Yeah. <laughs> or the main villain is Sweetums. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'll kick all the water. <laughs> oh fucking hey. All right, gang. I'm done. I can't fucking deal with these two assholes anymore. <laughs> Wait, two? Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> All right, so for next week. The movie is Felix the Cat. Thanks, Scout. Fritz, Fritz the Cat. Fritz, oh, Fritz the Cat. Oh. Yes. You a guys big, there is a big difference. You guys haven't seen it? Uh no, but I've no. heard about it. Because like I said, it was on the one list that I was going to print, and I read about why it was so controversial, oh, Andy. and I went, oh, shit. Andy, you, they are not, that is going to be a, uh, oh, I can't, I can't wait to hear you guys even try talking about it. <laughs> oh, we'll it's, see, we'll see how this goes. It, it almost, it's a cartoon. All right. And it almost got an X rating. Okay. Oh, here's a little good piece of trivia for you. The voice of Fritz the Cat was the voice of uh, the person uh, who did Fargo North, Decoder, from Electric Company. Mm, Nice. Anyway, so the movie, Fritz the Cat, suggested by Andrew Galgosi. Keep it up. You're going to be fucking exiled to Utah permanently, pal. (laughs) 
You'll lose your jersey privileges. It's okay. Him and his him and his couple wives don't mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Heather would have something to say about that. <laughs> oh and the the album suggested by Jimmy Westerberg <sighs> is Sun as a superstar car wash by the Goo Goo Dolls. Jesus. Oh, quit it. I'm sorry. I'm just. It's gonna be better than that fucking Joe Perry project. You can't shit. go in. Don't go in negative. <laughs> negative thoughts, man. Negative waves. Stop it. It's going to be wonderful. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I would no, it, it could be it's pr- it could be fucking terrible. I know. I went into Joe Perry project with good vo- with good thoughts. And then I listened. Any look, it's I I'm sorry. Any band that has two O's in it back to back automatically gets a negative. It's got double O's twice though. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No, Dolls is 1-0. Goo goo, you fucking nitwit. <laughs> oh, God, I hate him. I'm done. I'm done. At least you're not the doo-doo dolls. Well, if Dave Grohl did a cover version, it'd be the foo-foo dolls. All right. <laughs> it's we... time to go. Yes, please. My head's hurt. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm I'm Jim. Later, motherfuckers. (laughs)